0: This is the How'd You Do It podcast, and I'm your host, Lyle Wilkes. I believe that people have more to offer and knowledge to share than they ever give themselves credit for. So with that, my goal is to deep dive into the success stories of business owners, entrepreneurs, and community icons so they can share the road they traveled and what they learned along the way. This is episode eight of the How'd You Do It podcast, Um, I just finished up with a friend of mine, Judson Vaughn with Alpha Insurance. Uh, We talked about life. We talked about, you know, the sales and a lot of gold nuggets there as well. But I think what I enjoyed the most with Judson was that we talked about the importance of insurance and, you know, being thankful that you have it when, when, if or when those times do happen. Um, You can tell Judson cares and believes in what he does. And I just thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. And I know you will, too. Judson, thanks for coming on the podcast. Glad uh, to be here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I know this is your first time, right? First time. Yeah, it might as well be my first. It's a new thing for me as well. So I, I was telling you earlier, like I always get super nervous before I start. So. Yes. But so you're in insurance. Man. Yes. Like, yes. How the did wild you, world. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you get involved in that?
1: Well, a um, few things. Uh, the first is probably my dad. Um, so he was in insurance my entire life. Um, was he, he with alpha too? He was not with alpha, okay. but, uh, but growing up, I had a great relationship with my alpha agent. Uh, he and his family had been very good friends of mine and were there. Um, you know, they were there for the good times and the bad. And I, um, I knew that's something that I wanted to do. I didn't know. I didn't know what, um, what role that was necessarily? Um, because my degree is not in insurance.
0: What is your degree in?
1: Broadcast journalism.
0: Okay, so like right out of high school, what was your dreams of like? What what did you have planned out?
1: Well, I I knew I wanted to talk. I knew I wanted to talk. I knew I not necessarily wanted to be in sales, um, but I knew that I I wanted to be able to use my best asset. And my people skills I would put up there high on that list. Okay. So I thought if I could be trained to talk behind the camera or in front of the camera, um, that, that would uh that would elevate me okay. as opposed to someone who might be nervous in that situation. And and there's still nerves to be had. Yeah. But um but they're relative. And whether or not, you know, I might be nervous about the concept of what I'm talking about or whatever the topic is, but
0: yeah. It's funny you you bring up the nerves because like I I get nervous every time that's what I said before yeah. Yeah, before a podcast or like I used to I mean I've I've been athletic most of my life and like competed in sports and things like that but like a coach told me one time he's like what's wrong with you and I was like I'm nervous and. uh he said, "Well, you know what that means, right?" He said, "It means it's important to you, That's so right. hold on to that." Like I always like every t- chance I get to tell that story, I was like, because it, it does. Like if you're nervous before something, it means you're excited and you're, you know, it means something to you. you and know? it doesn't
1: mean bad.
0: Exactly. It's a, yeah. It shouldn't be a negative connotation. Ab- absolutely. Only positive. Didn't mean to interrupt. But go no, ahead. you do know, yeah. no, no, you're yeah. good.
1: Um, but I, uh, I had a couple of, I had a sales job out of college. And um, What college
0: did you go to, by the
1: way? I went to Troy. Oh, that's where my so, wife went. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, go Trojans. I, yeah. I try to tell folks that <laughs> as many times as we can. So we'll put that little plug in there for you. Okay, yeah. um, Met my wife there, um, and so it's a very special place to me. Okay. Um, so, we, uh, so I had a couple of sales jobs out of college, and um, they were just jobs.
0: What kind of sales jobs?
1: I sold diabetic shoes right out of college. How did
0: you manage
1: that? I have no idea. Was it like door-to-door sales? Thank God, no. No. <laughs> it was, well, <laughs> in a matter of speaking, it was door-to-door in the nursing home. So I'd go from <laughs> one hall to the next. Some college kid right? yeah. I was a fish out of water. Yeah. Um, I had, I sold... Um, at to, up to that point in my life, the best sales job I had ever done was selling magazines by junior year in high school to raise money for the prom. Yeah, And so I was not in my element, uh, mainly because I just – I was new. And there's so many different facets of a sales job, especially in a state like Alabama, that, um, you know, the um, – leadership and different industry, there's, you know, most of the time the folks that own all these things, we could put them in a room much smaller than people think Yes, because yeah. um, the older I get, I have learned it's about who, you know, in a sales job, especially something in um, pharmaceutical sales or medical supply sales, uh, everything, everyone's tied to each other in a different way. And so I think the struggle for me at that point was really understanding that And although I thought I had the knowledge and the skill set, there's a, the on the job training is, you know, worth more than, you know, worth its weight in gold.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can read a book about how to ride a bike, but until you get on it, nothing, you know, you think you know how to, but you don't. (laughs) No,
1: you don't. And then by the time you get used to riding that bike, guess what? They're going to come out with a different kind of bike. Yeah. You got to learn that one too. You got to learn that one too. Yeah. Oh. So so sales
0: so you so the what diabetic shoes
1: diabetic shoes and then I had a I worked customer service uh, for um, a pharmacy processing company after that and it was it was more of a trying to figure out what I wanted to do I put in a lot of applications um, did not get very many interviews yeah uh, didn't get any actually um, and then. I started talking to my dad more and more about insurance, and yeah. before we go there, what did you what was your experience like
0: on the customer service side? Mm. Did you like it? Did I you, did not. So, like,
1: uh, was your role like they they called with problems? They I handled. <laughs> yes. And yes. what what
0: what was the company? What they do?
1: So um, we worked with uh, workers comp clients, oh, uh, fun. folks that had yeah. been hurt on the job. Yeah. And we were kind of the behind the scenes of working with your adjuster and the doctor and the pharmacy to make sure that if Lyle got hurt on a work call, that he was getting the proper medication and seeing the doctor. So anytime you're talking about health insurance and medication and things like that, folks are very, very particular. Yeah. And granted, I had no authority to do really anything other than what my job title entailed and at that time it was just customer service so yeah. there were no big problems that I could solve um I was just the first sign of defense and the about f- the same. first set the of ears first one to get yelled at yeah first one to get yelled at and um, so but I guess I didn't get yelled at enough because I decided to sell insurance yeah so yeah <laughs>
0: I, that's why I wanted to ask about that because, like, I, I built my real estate business, like, off of cold calling. And so the mm, first time I bless got... Bless your heart. I You know, I, I liked it, you know, because what I realized was is that it was a conversation game, that's right? That's right. number of conversations you have in a day depends on how much, you know, transactions you have, how I many relationships you make, all of that good stuff. And, you know, like, to me, it was... I also realized that if I could be the one to solve the problem and turn that conversation around... Like that was like, so when someone started yelling at me, I almost viewed it as an opportunity. I was like, if I can turn this around and I can change your opinion or your mindset on something, I all of a sudden become from a zero to a hero like that.
1: Absolutely. You You do. So, because you become the expert in the room to their problem, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you don't get there if you don't listen to them. That's it,
0: that's it. Most of sales is just listening. So, anyway, Absolutely. on to insurance, you started talking to your dad.
1: Yeah, yeah. talking started talking to my dad. He said, So, what are you going to do with a broadcast journalism degree? And I was like, Well, I don't 100% know. Yeah, I applied with internships with the Atlanta Falcons to work in their PR department because I had. At some point in time of my life, I had written a paper about I would love to do uh, to work in PR for a professional franchise. Um, I've always uh, I've always been intrigued by sports. I was never the best athlete growing up, yeah. but I um, I know a lot about it and I've done my research and I would love to be um, I used to want to be. You know, the face of something, you know, be able to, you know, go out there and on a bad day, you know, spend something, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, not to make the company look as bad. Um, That's the journalism in me, I guess. Yeah. But that degree in broadcast journalism has a contract with public relations because Troy didn't offer just a straight PR major. And so uh, contracts three more hours than a minor. Okay. So sometimes I would just say I have a double major because it's That's
0: much easier. It is
1: <laughs> much easier. It is much easier, and I and I do enjoy rounding when it makes us look a little bit better. Yeah, yeah and rounding yeah. up instead of rounding down. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I I started interviewing with Alpha, and it took me about six months, um, to actually land a job with to Alpha? land a job with Alpha.
0: Why was the the hiring process so well, extensive?
1: Um. You know, one great thing about Alpha is that, um, well, we're in all 67 counties. And so every county has representation from not only claims folks, but agents and CSRs. Um, and but because of that, some of, well, Alpha does a great job at maintaining employees. So these jobs aren't necessarily ones that are always available. Um, and so I actually thought that I was interviewing for a job in with the spot in Tumka for the longest time. And uh, lo and behold, I wound up on Perry Hill Road for the first year and a half. And um, with a couple of agents that had been there for decades. And so they've had very established uh, clientele. Um, the CSRs that were in that office had been there for decades as well. And so yeah. it was the same faces that they interacted with every day. And here I come in, the new kid, yeah. at 20, mm, 25. Yeah. And um, green is a gourd because I just didn't, you know, you're kind of like drinking from a fire hydrant. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you want to get in there and you want to do all these things. And then you start, you, you know, open up your computer and you're like, where do I go? <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, yeah. It's like I need to learn all of this stuff, but I don't even know where to begin no. to start applying it. Yeah. And
1: so, but thankfully, Alpha does not throw you to the wolves. No. And um, I was, I was encouraged to talk to to numerous different people in the company, not just in the role that I was in. Yeah. And so I took advantage of educating myself um, on the company, um, and you know, the more you learn about Alpha, the more you love about Alpha. And that's been my um, my uh, my experience. Yeah. So,
0: so when did you choose Alpha to like try to sell insurance with because of your relationship of your, you know? The,
1: so yeah. I'm a so I'm from I'm from a small town. Yeah. I went to a small college. Naturally, I I don't want to just go be a number. Like yeah. I've always wanted there to be something more. To me, than just another number. Um, I don't have a name that everybody else has. Yeah. Now, granted, I don't, I didn't pick that, and it's been slaughtered for thirty-six <laughs> years now. Yeah. Um, but Judd's son yeah. is, you know, it's two syllables. I've never really understood that. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, I, um, I got, I did some research on companies in Alabama because as long as my family's here. Um, you know i 'm not yeah. um, i'm not taking my not taking my ball and going somewhere else yeah and so um I started doing research, and the things that appeal to me are being more than just a number and being able to have hands on um impacts on lives yeah. and whatever i 've always done i've i consider myself a fixer
0: yeah
1: um because there are you know insurance touches so many different parts of your life and um, only a few of those are transactions if you yeah, if you yeah, say yeah. and so with anything that you do like your whatever your main thing to sell or to market like you do that but that's only a portion of your time yes yeah. and so I um, I quickly realized that you know once you start in talking about ensuring people's most prized worldly possessions they trust you yeah and when someone trusts you they, uh, you know, they, they, they bear their problems with you.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility. It's a ton
1: of responsibility. You know,
0: Cause even in, in my world of real estate, one of the things that I remind myself and also the agents within the company is that we're dealing with hundreds of thousands of dollars of other people's money every day. I mean, that's a ton of equity. We're messing every with every day. So we have to be excellent at what we do.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trusting you in that moment to be the expert. Yes. Yeah. And, um, there was an agent that retired from Alpha after decades of phenomenal service that told me, you know no one goes to the doctor to go see the nurse
0: yeah,
1: and so whenever you whenever you have a client and i and you'll hear me say this, I don't have customers, I have clients um because I don't think I provide just one service yeah. and so um once you're a client of mine i I try to make sure that you can navigate as many problems in your life with my help as possibly or as needed, because if I don't have the act, if I don't have the answer, I have a phone full of folks that do. Yeah. And so, but when you, when you gain someone's trust professionally and personally, um, you know, you, it's a big responsibility. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I know that in my job and in my role, I have the ability to, um, you know, to insure houses up to, you know, what, $1.2, $1.5 million? Yeah. Um, you know, with underwriting assistance. Yeah. but um, And bending them hit all our boxes. But, um, you know, I have a um, – my role comes with a lot of responsibility and a whole lot of, you know, um, a whole lot of leeway. Yeah. And um, but so I, I try to take that as serious as I can – Um, Because at the end of the day, you know, I want to make sure that I'm looking out for the client's best interest, but, you know, also the company's. And so there's a there's a fine line that you have to walk. Um, But I think that's what makes the, uh, you know folks successful
0: yeah well you got to make it make it make sense for everybody involved absolutely like if you're if you're a company that's like we insure you to the hilt and you're dealing with a client that wants a minimum as possible absolutely it's not a good fit and trying to force that nobody wins right Right. and
1: if we're arguing if you're um you know there's this is a going on 11 years for me and you know there are there are a ton of different things that can happen with insurance. You know, I, I, my little tagline these days is insurance is easy with Judson. And I, I believe that's true because there's a whole lot of things that come up with insurance that if you don't deal with it every day, it's going to seem like, you know, French to you if you're, oh, yeah. if you don't know French. Yeah. And um, so my goal is to try to bridge that gap and to be the knowledge that you need. And um, it, uh, it's wild. It's a, it's a fun. It's a fun career. <laughs> yeah, it um, yeah. you know, every day I'd, I, you know, folks ask all the time. You know, how do you how do you structure yourself? I'm like, well, I'll let you know when I get there and what that first phone call says.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: because that first phone call can send you across county, or it could send you, you know, it can send you anywhere. Yeah, and so uh,
0: on, like uh, so so what exactly is like so you you people come to you for insurance, and what all do you insure? Like everything. So.
1: Or? Um, that is a misconception. People think you, if you sell insurance, you sell everything. Yeah. And um, now while we do have a whole lot of tools in our tool belt, yeah. um, if there's something that doesn't fit inside of our box, I've thankfully I've made friends outside of uh, my office. And uh, so I've got a pretty good network to be able to refer stuff to for things that don't fit. But, um, you know, home and auto and life are probably the three biggest things that you hear, that you think when you think of a local insurance agent. Um, we do a lot of commercial business, um, a lot of business owner policies. Um, we do have um, – Alpha clients have access to Alpha Health, which is a separate entity within the Alabama Farmers Federation that covers Alpha insurance. Hmm. And so we've got very skilled people that will guide you through healthcare.gov. Um, and so – but mainly what I see come across my desk are home, auto, life, and commercial Okay. So, so
0: with like the homeowner's policy and, and, you know, insurance and all of that, right. like, where are some of the things that you see that like, like, for example, like I, years ago, I had a rental house that uh hot water heater busted, flooded, tore it up. And it's like, because I didn't have flood insurance, I wasn't covered. Like, you know, like all of those different things. So where are like some of the, and that's always stuck with me because it happened to me. I'm right. like, good Lord, it's, the house flooded, I guess, technically, but is that really under flood insurance? Well, you know? You know? so yeah. And my yeah. question, I guess, is, is that how do you help clients make sure that they don't find themselves in a similar situation like that?
1: Well, one thing um, is making sure they understand what they're getting. Yeah. Um, you know, folks just think that every policy is the same. Yeah. And while that may be um, partially true, uh, every homeowner's policy that I look at is specifically designed for the client that's purchasing it, And that property and so trying to make sure that they understand what their deductibles mean um, trying to make sure that they understand what their coverages are because there's so many times that if you don't go over things that are not covered yeah you know in the time of a loss it's an awful time to just find that out yes because i do not catch folks on their best days (laughs) no
0: no yeah and so you either you know they call you to, you know, in case something happens, that's you're right. there, or they call you when something happens. And
1: so. nobody likes to pay insurance until you need it. And then it is, you yeah. know, it's on the top of your list. Yeah. <laughs> so, because no one buys an insurance policy to go put on the mantle. No. You know, no. you don't no. get to invest X amount of money into a life insurance policy that's financially smart, but yeah. so, your, so, okay. your kids aren't okay. going to get that right yeah.
0: now. Life insurance, Um, I think I understand it, but most of the time during conversations with like you and other people, I realize I don't. So give me a quick rundown on life insurance.
1: Okay. So um, life insurance is probably the best money and the most bang for your buck of anything that anybody will ever even talk about selling you. Um, It is an intangible product. So uh, my job is to paint a picture for you. So let's paint this picture. So your two main types of life insurance are your whole life policies that are designed to take you to at least 100 or whatever age you say, this what this is how long I want it to run. Or you have a term life policy that takes you, um, and term policies run anywhere from 10 to 30 years on a level rate. So once you're locked in, that rate is not going higher okay. or lower on a term policy. Um, we... Um, we offer term policies, whole life policies, and then universal life policies that are really kind of a meet in the middle. Yeah. Um, they work out well for clients that say, OK, I want, uh, you know, the, the average age of folks in my family live to 85. So I want to make sure that I've got enough life insurance to last till 85. Well, great and wonderful, because we can do that. We can fund something to take you to whatever age you were looking for. Um, and that's something that you don't get with just, you know, a 1-800 number.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so explaining the differences to people um, is, uh, is, is key because sometimes we, we take advantage of the fact that I did this every day. So I might use terminology that might not make any sense. So I need to make it as easy to understand as I can. So
0: in a nutshell, what does life insurance actually do?
1: Life insurance covers your most prized worldly possessions. Okay, because I've I've, I've uh, it was taught to me this way a long time ago in in uh, new agent school that you protect uh, the golden goose that lays the golden egg. Yeah, you know you're going to do whatever you, if if you have a prize goose that lays that golden egg, you're going to do everything you can to protect that goose. Okay, yeah. and so this is what that does. We make sure that. In the time of a loss and a very tragic one, the most tragic one that, that, that we come across in the insurance world, we make sure that everything else in life doesn't have to stop. Got it. Although your time on this earth has come to an end, my job is to make sure that all of those finances that you're responsible for do not become a burden because there are plenty yeah. of things to worry about after a loss. We've... After we buried my dad almost five years ago, exactly to this day, there are so many things that come up after a loss. And the last one that you want to have to worry about is how you are going to pay for everything. Yeah, And so when you paint that picture to folks and you say, look, you need and I and, you know, we can sit down and do a needs analysis. We can sit down and do whatever to calculate that. But, you know, I come across a lot of clients that either have a financial advisor or they've got or they're at the point in their life where they've they've determined that this amount of money should take care of them. Yeah. Well, um, and then another thing we do is make sure if if you say, look, I can allot two hundred dollars to life insurance every month. That's as much as I can. Well, wonderful. Let's figure out how much we can get you for that much. And we can do that. Um and some sometimes that's the bigger thing is convincing people that it or showing them that it's not and it's not convincing because it's the truth. You don't have to just spend boo koodles of money. Yeah. If you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um because most people have some life insurance through their employer. That's always great and wonderful to get because you're getting a group rate because you're not the only person that's on that, you know, that's getting that price. But having something that you control outside of work to make sure that You know, you might have 20 jobs in this life. Well, there might be a gap in coverage there for at least a day sometimes between those jobs, because unless you pay for it, you don't get to normally take that policy with you from job to job. So you don't want to ever be in a situation where there is a lapse in your life insurance. And so controlling something outside of work through us, through me specifically, (laughs) would make sure of that. Yeah, I got it.
0: So basically what you're doing with the life insurance is that if anything, you know, me and my situation, like if anything ever happens, my expenses, my overhead, my my life that I have right now is covered. They used
1: to say seven times your annual income was statistically um, smart. And that's what the actuaries have come up with. And thank God I don't have to come up with those numbers. (laughs) Um, So but I've got a lot of friends that are actuaries at Alpha. And uh, boy, are they smart. Yeah, and you know they're um
0: takes a special kind of person just to sit in the room all day and crunch numbers i
1: have no idea how they do it yeah i um i was a when i went to college i started as a marketing major yeah and took my first macroeconomics class and quickly realized this was not for me (laughs) so
0: yeah yeah so life insurance (laughs) then auto um we haven't talked about that. What are some common like mistakes you see on policy? Because I'm sure you get like people transferring coverage yes. to you. But-
1: well, the biggest misconception is the is quote full coverage, because there is no such thing. You cannot call and say, I want full coverage and be assured that everything you want is on that policy because the bank is just concerned that you've got liability. Of course, the state requires you to have liability. And then they want comp and collision. So if your car is damaged, their their loan is protected by you having insurance. Yeah. So you could have just comp and collision, or you could have comp and collision and roadside service, or comp and collision and rental car coverage, or a combination of the both. Yeah. So that phrase, full coverage, has been used for so many years. And the thing is, is that most people in insurance know where you're going with that. But if we don't break that down for you, there's no guarantee. Well,
0: yeah, because I'm sure you talk to three or four different uh, insurance agents. Full coverage means three or four different things.
1: Correct. And the same amount, you know, and we see this thing, you know, folks think that, oh, well, I used to pay. Well, five years ago, I paid this amount. Well, nothing is the same as it was five years ago. Nothing. And so. Um, yeah,
0: that truck you're driving is now 100000 versus yes. fifty. Yes.
1: <laughs> but people think that, you know, that that insurance is one of those things that has to stay that has to stay low. And the problem is, is that as long as the cost of everything that we use on an everyday basis at our house or in our car, as long as those rates keep going up insurance has to follow. Now it doesn't mean that you have to break the bank paying for it, but, um, but more than anything, um, and it's not just with insurance, but it's with real estate. You get what you pay for. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because like, uh, a lot of, you know, I've had a couple clients over the years like, well, I want the whole marketing deal, you know, like. What have you been told? Is the whole market, yeah, absolutely. Deal? I guess there's a lot of you know. There's the a whole riot. deal's really relative, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. really relative, exactly. And, and and similar to you, like my job is to really explain and inform and educate on what exactly it is. Absolutely, I mean, you know,
1: because you think you might want one thing, but after I actually tell you what that is, you might say absolutely not.
0: Yeah, well, if someone you know, it's like uh, they tell me you know I've got to be in Austin, Texas in three months because of a job,
1: and it's like okay, I've never been to Austin.
0: Oh, it's a great place. I'd love to visit. Yeah, yeah. But they told me they need to be here by a certain time, and I'm like, okay, that's great. And then they tell me they want to list it higher than market price. I'm like, those two things collide. That doesn't align. Like, you know, if you want to get to Texas in nine months, I'd be more than happy that's to list true. it at that price. You know, but a lot of – they just don't know what they don't know, you know, and so our jobs to inform.
1: And it's- price match is a dangerous term that people say – that I hear a lot. They say, "Well, well, do y'all do a price match?" I said, "No, ma'am, I'm I'm doing you a favor because I'm going through and breaking this down and not going off of exactly what they did. Oh, yeah. Because if they made a mistake, I don't want to duplicate that." Yeah. Um, so it's. You know, every day is different. Yeah, yeah. And every client's different is the thing. yeah. Because their needs change, and sometimes they change on a daily basis. They
0: do. They do. And that's why you ask questions, figure out where they're at, what the situation is, where they're going, how they want to get there, what they want it to look like, what they want it to feel like, all the different things. And only by asking questions can you figure out what it is they want. Then you actually offer them something. If you start off offering them something... You know, then you get the agency that says, yeah, full coverage. This is what it is. You right. Know, there's, it looks like totally different things. Absolutely. So, but so you've been in insurance how long? This August is 11 years. So, what's the wildest story you can tell me with insurance? Hmm. I know you got to have some.
1: Yes. I had a, hmm, let's see which ones I can tell. Um, <laughs> I had a, um, I had a client whose house burned down about a year ago. Yeah. And they lost their animal inside and they wanted to know how much we were going to pay for a pet. And I'd never been asked that before. And, and and the the answer is we don't because it's a whole, your your homeowner's policy does not cover you know animals. Yeah. Um, now, granted, there are insurance companies out there that will put an insurance policy on I was on about to say, pet. is that an option? It is. It exists. Okay. Don't ask me who it is off the top of my head. Pet yeah. Secure, maybe. Don't. No, no. Don't take that. Yeah. Um, but it is not a policy that I've ever written. Okay. Um, and so <clears throat> I had, I was trying my best to, I even got her to repeat it twice on the phone. <laughs> I,
0: Speak slower. For I, was me. Like,
1: man, I was like, ma'am, I was like, you're asking about your dog? Yeah. And I felt terrible because, you know, people, most of the time, if they're asking about a claim, they, they just want me to fix everything for them. And, and that's great and wonderful. And I love being able to be hands-on, um, you know, there's some things outside of my scope. Um, and I'm, you know, once a claim is filed, it goes to our claims office and our adjusters and the claim CSRs, they do a really good job of taking care of folks. And, you know, I try to keep tabs, um, but it was—it just took me for – it threw me for a loop because I was like, I've never had anybody that's asked this. And then it made me start start thinking, you know, could we – you know, do you put $100 per puppy? Do you put $50 per cat? Because do dogs a, are better yeah. than cats. That's yeah. a guarantee. <laughs> and they should be worth more. Yeah, yeah. But But it's just one of those things that people just assume or no one's ever specified it and – Maybe it's my fault that I did not go over no. that pets are not covered. <laughs>
0: yeah, that is interesting though. We
1: will cover a bite though.
0: Like a bicycle? No, like a bite. Oh, like a bite. Oh. Yes, yeah.
1: preferably um yeah. not if you have bitten someone before. Yeah. But um uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, we don't want those repeat offenders. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you.
0: So so what are some of the things that alphas involved in? That, that are out, I, I mean, from what I understand, they're, they're involved in the community quite a bit.
1: Quite a bit. Yeah.
0: So what are some of those things?
1: Well, one of the things, uh, and it's one of the things that I love most about Alpha, um, is the presence that we seem to have, not just in the community around the river region, because the headquarters is on the Southern Boulevard. It's in every county. Um, and it's also in Georgia and Mississippi. And so we are very involved in the High School Athletic Association, um, you're going to see uh the basketball um the basketball state championships are um will be held uh, they're being held soon they're actually they're going on right now i believe um but you're going to see a large presence from alpha in a bunch of marketing different ways um we do a um there's a big christmas tree in the lobby at the home office um that uh, on on the boulevard and every christmas there are um it's amazing to see how many home office employees grab the different tags yeah. for the gifts. And I know that you do the one with Guild, I think. The yeah, toy drive? We,
0: yeah, I support Guild with the toy drive. We also, um, we call it First Call Gives Back. But, like, every year we grab a couple families. Like I So, yeah, the Eclectic Branch does, like, Elmore County families. Montgomery Branch does Montgomery County families. And so that was kind of the idea of the First Call Gives Back was – we wanted to impact those directly that support us in those communities, you know.
1: So it, it's so important. Um, yeah. And then a couple of weeks ago, I was very, very proud of my organization for um, helping out at the um, <clears throat> at the warming center in Montgomery. Oh yeah, yeah. Give uh, me a little, yeah, yeah. We were able yeah. to donate uh, numerous supplies as well as uh, our BNI group that you're in, yes. the mm-hmm. Business Alliance mm-hmm. of the River Region. Uh Ashley Williams and Pest Pro were so gracious to allow us to use one of their storage rooms to uh to store supplies that we had specifically donated for the warming center. And um I got to take a tour of it this past Friday before temperatures dropped and it was opened back up. But uh but they do a great job with it. Um they are always in need of volunteers. Yeah. Um but uh it it was very impressive to see. The, um, the use of the facilities, um, you know, I, the older I get, the more organization is key and it seemed like it was very well organized. Um, so, but there's, you know, there's, there's always people that need something and, you know, our, sometimes our problems normally pale in comparison when you take a bird's eye view. Yeah, 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 and it kind of makes you just sit. Our,
0: yeah, our bad days, having a flat tire. You know, someone else's bad day is not being able to get to their job. You know, or not. You know, being cold at night. Everything right? is I relative. Mean,
1: yeah, it's all relative. Everything is relative, and yeah. you know, the more money you make, the you know, the more you spend. Yeah, you know, the the higher you rise in an organization, the more stress is put on your shoulders. The more. Yeah responsibility is given to you um but success breeds success yeah and um you know that's one thing that i love about our group is that it's a it's a room full of folks with the same mission at the end of the day yeah Yeah, i think so they want to be successful now granted everyone has a different why yeah you know i'll tell you that my why is uh their names are katie carter and lucy yeah. um and penny can't forget about penny she just turned 13 <laughs> so she'd be very angry if i forgot about her yeah. um but the, the, that's my why yeah and but everyone has a different why but as long yeah. as you got one that's what that's what matters i think
0: um because we're talking about like the bni group i think that we all have different whys and we want to be successful but we all agree on how to get there that's right you know like which is you know givers gain you know Truly helping people. And the structure
1: makes us listen to one another. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And so you're given, we talk about this every single week, you know, you're given 60 seconds and then you're given 10 minutes if you have the presentation that week. Yeah. And so you're given a prime, you're given, um, you know, prime time for you to sit there and say, look, this week I am, this is what I'm looking for. Um, And we do a really good job of making that happen. Yeah. And yeah. it's not just for one person. We've, you know, out of the couple of dozen of us, we've passed, what, like $1.1 $1. $1 million in the past year? Something like that. And, yeah. um, you know, what's impressive about it is that it's um, it's in all sorts of different ways. It's not yeah. just, you know, not just selling houses or insuring that same yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. seems like we, um, you know, we can honestly be a one-stop shop. Getting close. Very close. Yeah, yeah. The, it's oh, great to see
0: I want to plug the guy That stopped by next Or last week Or um,
1: Pain in the glass Pain in the glass He has the yes. best lines I like, love like it Like the best catchphrases I like, love uh, it uh, Yeah What was it Your, your pain, pain Your pain is our pleasure, pleasure. Yes, yes That was Yeah I was like That's brilliant We were talking yes. tattoos When he first sat down Because he has a I was telling him That I've got my dad's Handwriting on my arm yep. And he had He has his dad's He has a thumbprint tattoo Which I've never seen That's interesting Yeah um, oh. but, uh, you know, folks that like tattoos only really we like to compare them. Oh so.
0: yeah. One of my best friends, he's in Huntsville and he's a tattoo artist and he's covered and stuff like that. But it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: I went through a stage where I got a few too many in a short amount of time. Yeah. I, and I, I had to get I, out of that because I was, I was afraid. And my dad used to joke, he was like, son, just get a Sharpie, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Just get a Sharpie And go to town
0: Yeah I've got Like the one I wanted I've got one And it's basically My entire back You know Like it's my last name So I'm that guy At the beach He's like Oh you grew up In the 90s that's Didn't exactly you know? exactly yeah, right Yeah yeah But I will say That's the, i wanted it Since I was like 10 or 11 or 12 hey, To Ten, each soon, his own As soon as I turned 18 Went and got it You know uh, Because I remember The guy He looked at me He's like You sure And I was like Well yeah He's like This is your only one I was like yeah like, My this,
1: dad made yeah. me go ask So the first one I got Was an old fraternity tattoo on my ankle, and so (laughs) my dad made me go talk to someone that had one that was now a professional.
0: Okay, and so
1: to ask him if it ever interfered with him getting a job, and I was like, "Dad, I don't think I'm going to be showing off my ankles at very many corporate events." Yeah, and uh, but anyways, he the guy told me he's it never hindered him from anything. He was like, "Look, my my socks cover it, so it's not like." so
0: my buddy he he's like he's got a real good sense of humor about things and he showed up one day and um he had like he got his hands and like some of his knuckles like he's a tattoo artist so i mean he's got them everywhere and i was like why'd you get those he said you know i just wanted to make sure that tattooing was my only career option (laughs) i thought it was hilarious tie your hands baby that's it you know that's actually funny um i talked about that every monday we um we get together on a zoom call, and it's I call it the Monday morning huddle talk about things of event coming in there and one of the things I talked about this morning was uh, allowing yourself to succeed and so Um, Kind of full circle with that, actually, because, like, one of the things we do is, like, we we still hold on, you know, to something we don't fully commit, right? We don't burn the ships, right? You know, to where we can go other ways. And I thought it was funny for him. And, like, that was, since he said that, it's probably been, like, a year and a half, two years ago. But now he's getting death spots in, like, Texas and Tennessee. Like, he's crushing it. He's doing phenomenal. That's what he's doing. But he burnt the ships. So,
1: Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah, my wife will tell you that I went through this this spell the month of December where I, if I got mad, I wanted to burn everything down. So yeah. I appreciate the uh, yeah, <laughs> I appreciate the analogy. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I'm not burning anything these days. Yeah. So yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you probably deal with enough of that on a day to day basis. You know, I do, yeah. and yeah. Yeah.
1: you know, thinking about a house on fire keeps me up at night. So. Yeah. Wow. I so, try to limit those fires.
0: What do you think has been, like, one of the the things that have led to your success or one of the things that you figured out in insurance that's, you know, like, this is what got me here? So.
1: Make your word mean something.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: I was told a long time ago that all a man has in this world is his handshake and his word. Mm-hmm. And so I try my best to make sure that if a client is in my in my office or if they're over the phone that they understand as much as I can, that they understand as much as I can educate them on yeah. um, because if you know more about it on the front end you're much less likely to have an issue on the backside. Yeah. and yeah. so remembering that just because someone is buying their third house and they're getting, ins- getting insurance on it, it does not mean that they understand everything that's in this policy they might just be saying you know what, I'll just take whatever I had last time Well, if, you know, last time and this time is not the same thing. No. And you're going to be upset if I don't specifically look at this as a, you know, as a new entity or as a new property. And so education is so important. But I've tried to continuously educate myself on things that are going on at Alpha, but also in the insurance world. Um, Because knowing what your competition is up to is key to success. Yeah. Um, and not necessarily trying to one up them or anything, but I'm I'm a proactive person, not a reactive person. Yeah. And so um, I I try to keep myself surrounded by those same people. So,
0: yeah, I, I can I can like I, I agree with you on the aspect of like the more you do on the front end, the better. Right. And then also each situation is different because like similar to me. Is it like I've like when I go to a listing appointment? that Somebody wants to sell their house. Like it happens more times than not because it takes me about an hour and a half to get through everything. You mm-hmm. know, and you know because that's from start to finish. What to expect, how the process, and all that. And normally at the end, it's it's a common thing that I hear is like, no one's ever told me all of this. And I've sold three or four houses. I was like, that's why I'm here. Is because I want you to understand and make sure you know what you're signing up for. You know, and what I've found by doing that is like people. Don't want the cheapest product. They want the most value. Absolutely. So by literally when just explaining what you do, how you do it, and why you do it, they're like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Well, quality's
1: always cost more. Yeah. And that's not something that's new in 20 – I mean, I know prices in 2024 are different than they've ever been, but quality has always cost more. That's not anything new. Yeah. And so most people want the best thing that their money can buy. Yeah. Because they want the most bang for their buck. And so bang
0: for the buck's the thing, like so one of the the way it was taught to me was that like if you have three water bottles, right? And like you have one water bottle that's a dollar, one that's four dollars and one that's ten dollars. Like for example, which one would you buy? probably the cheaper one. The cheaper one, the dollar one, right? You know, cuz it does the same. It does the same, right? So in it's my a, mind it does exactly, the same. Exactly, it's value, right? And so for me, I'm the exact opposite. I would buy the $10 one. So like when I go and I'm I've got the sniffles,
1: no, I, I probably uh, would.
0: Yeah, but I always buy like I do the, like
1: nice stuff the other uh, I get. You know what I'm I appreciate <laughs> quality.
0: <laughs> so I buy the one with the brand on it, like the logo because it makes me feel better, right? Because I feel like I'm getting more value. I get that. So that's 10% of the population on either side. So it makes up a total of, of 20, but most people By the middle price product, which because they feel like that's the best bang for their buck. It's true. Yeah. So, you know, most people, like in industries and things like that, they think that advertising being the cheapest will get them further. And reality is is that's not what the general population wants. Like I don't
1: ever want my name to be attached to anything that says discount. No. You know? Yeah. I don't want I don't sell clearance item insurance.
0: Yeah. But you yeah. don't
1: want clearance item insurance. Well the
0: the there's always a population of people that want that. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always. They want the cheapest product no matter what it is they're doing. It that's doesn't right. matter, right? But for the most part, people want what they believe is the best value for them, and that's normally that middle to higher road. So, and I
1: think one thing that I have tried to focus on, and um, you know, ten years ago, I tried to focus on price. Yeah, and um, you know, talk about I can save you. You know, if if I'm calling loud, regardless if I'm giving you more coverages or whatever, I, I was just linder, literally leaning and leading with numbers. Yeah, and then I. D- I guess at one point in time, I just realized, look, I'm I'm going to stop selling off of just price yeah. and just sell on the product. Yeah. And then while I'm explaining that product, make you realize that no matter what price I'm about to drop on the table to you, you got to have it. Yeah. Because you know that this product is worth the paper that it's printed on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Or paperless these days.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people like they, you know, they're calling around trying to find what they feel like is the best deal. And if they were just going after price, they they would just say, what would it cost to get coverage on my house? Not what does it include? They're giving you the opportunity to tell me where your value is at. That's what they're really asking. Even though they're saying they want the cheapest, they don't want the cheapest. They, they want the best product. They period. do.
1: Yeah. They do. And then whenever something happens with a claim, they might want that cheapest premium on the front side, but they want that five-star service. Yeah. And and thankfully, we give them that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so, uh, but it's, you know, every client's different. And you have some that will want to come to your office once a week to discuss the same thing. And that's great. Yeah. But that's one part that I love about this yeah. is that I get to interact with all sorts of different people. Yeah. And everybody from different walks of life. Yeah. Um, and so it's made, it, it's expanded my, I guess, it's just expanded my not. It's expanded everything. Yeah. Um. Because when you go into someone's home and then you know you sit at their table and then for that moment you know you're you're not only a guest in their house but, yeah. you know the, you're you're intertwined with their traditions. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It is neat. You know, like with.
1: And not everybody has that option, no. and we have that opportunity.
0: No, that's what I was about to say. It's like a, it's it's such an opportunity, and and, and you know, and we're in this. It's a blessing, right? You yeah, know? it really is. Though, when you think hashtag about blessing. it, yeah, hashtag blessing. But it is an op, uh, You know, it's it, I'm grateful to know that I play just a small part in like. You know, like, how, you know, how'd you end know, up picking here? Oh, well, Lyle showed me this house and he told me I had to come see it. It's like, I, you know, and he was great to work. Like, if you can get that, that's what kind of makes it worth it. The know?
1: guy that you had sent me a couple of weeks ago yeah. that we wrote this morning, he said, um, he made the comment about, uh, he said, you know, I've really enjoyed working with Lyle and he was just going on and on and on and, on, and, and. Um, and but he was saying that you were saying kind things about me too and I appreciate that. Yeah. But one of the things that I that I really appreciated is that the um he said that we were both so personable to work with. Yeah. And that means a lot because yeah. if you're personable and you can gain that client's trust, you become worth a whole lot more than whatever that monthly transaction is.
0: Yep. You make it about them. You Absolutely. keep it about them. And if you do that it's the if you truly serve others, you're always gonna come out good. Every yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. We could end the podcast right there, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Drop the yeah, mic. Yeah, exactly. I just don't yeah. want to touch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. But no, it, it's, it's been it's been a cool ride. You know, I haven't been selling real estate as long as you've been selling insurance, but I've been in the sales field for a while. And like, it's it's neat to kind of, I'm finally at the point probably in my career where I'm seeing those like, you know, now family members are not just from the family members, but friends. And now like I'm in offices, like or in that business environment. Like I'm, you know what I'm saying? And it's neat, you know? And it, it's also it's going back to the the responsibility of it, right? Like I have to continue to perform. I have to
1: continue, do? Yeah, yeah. And if you don't continue to educate yourself, mm-hmm. when the rest of the population is continuing to educate themselves, you're going to get left behind.
0: Exactly. I'm a big believer in um, being selfish, and what I mean by that is is like putting yourself first. Like you know, it's uh, you know, if you I'm gotta,
1: trying to do a better job of yeah. taking like me time, yeah, in yeah. time to focus on me
0: yeah you know if i want to be the best husband i can possibly be i have to work on myself the hardest i have to come number you one you can't pour if from wanna, an empty cup yeah if i want to be the best um you know broker out there i have to work on me i have to be intentional about me you know Um
1: i love the word intentional
0: yeah yeah intentional is a big one yeah uh, like because if you're you're intentional about working on you it's not being selfish you're you're trying to make yourself better to where you can be there for the other person it's it, like it's easier it's easier to put in like money terms, right? Like if you're broke and someone needs a hand or you know, needs help, you can't help them. So better to be rich the where you do have the opportunity to help people. That only makes sense. And so that's the same way with your your mind, body, spirit, you know? Like I mean it's all important things. So yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So back to insurance, man. You know, I got off on a tangent there. Look, yeah. I'll go down a rabbit hole in Yeah, a yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh with insurance do you see like are you expanding anywhere or like what's the future look like for judson bond insurance i
1: don't know 100 percent that answer um i am very happy um i i don't see myself um so one thing that i I like about alpha is that i believe in the product and i believe in the results that come from the product so i've been on the other side of almost every claim thank god i have not had a life claim on myself. but excuse me uh but I have had an auto claim and I've had a homeowner's claim and, um, I like the way that we do business. Yeah. And so as long as I'm selling insurance, I don't, I don't see myself, uh, swapping brands. No,
0: no, no. I meant but like, I, do you have any goals you're trying to accomplish in 24? I next do. Yeah, well, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So that's probably a better question to ask. Okay, so. So where are you going with Alpha? How about that?
1: Well, yeah. I'm trying my best to, uh, I'm trying to do some different marketing ideas this year. Um, some different. Uh, oh,
0: I like your insurance is easy with Judson. Insurance I've seen is some easy of your stuff with on, Judson. Uh, social media, like the videos and things like that, it looks really really good.
1: Thank you. But, yeah. I'm very proud of them. Yeah. Um, I had the commercial like written down on my phone in my notes for like two years now, yeah. um, and so I just needed the right videographer. I um, I needed the um, I needed the right support, yeah. and I needed folks that said, "Look, this is not just a crazy idea. This is not." just another wild idea uh, or this isn't a big deal. You know, I, you know, I, I wanted to take, um, I wanted to take advice from other people in the room and, yeah. you know, I never want to be the smartest person in the room. Nah, uh, and so I, um, I surrounded myself with, with like-minded people that were, you know, that, that, that believed in the message that I want to portray, that I really do believe that things are easier with me Yeah. Now granted does that raise my stress level just a little bit <laughs> yeah. but but you know by profession, sometimes I feel like a defense attorney, yeah because um you know i I try to protect my clients, you know, I try to make sure that they're that they have everything that they need and yeah. most of the time more than they need um from from the aspect of uh being able to reach me because being reachable is so important yes and not just being a a figurehead or whatever you want to call it. Um, I want to make sure that if people need Judson, that they get Judson, um, you know, you can delegate all sorts of stuff. And thankfully we, we have a, uh, we have the structure in place that, you know, I don't have to do everything,
0: um,
1: but I know how to do most everything.
0: Yeah. That's always an important thing in business. Like you don't have to do everything, but you better be able to, to do it yes. if you have to.
1: Look, I want to make yeah. sure that if that if something happens and I have to hold the fort down by myself, I can do it. Yeah. Now, whoo, it might send my <laughs> blood pressure through the roof. <laughs> yeah, but uh, at least for a couple hours, I could. I mean, I could do it if I had to.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So where are you going? Like, what you know? So was this the the rebranding was one of your goals? It's kind of a yeah.
1: rebranding, but yeah. I just I just want to, um, you know, this is it's. It's harder to sell insurance today than it was yesterday why well I think the the biggest issue is is that um in the world of everything digital that we're seeing, there are new insurance companies that seem to pop up all over the place, and most people do not spend the time to do research on them to see okay well you know what's their uh what's their accreditation rating or what is their um you know what's the uh, What's the structure behind their organization? Do they have offices in Alabama or is this just something that's headquartered out in Kansas and they're now riding in a handful of counties? And so because it's great and wonderful to save money on something, but if they can't afford to pay the claim. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I've and I follow all this different insurance stuff on social media, but insurance companies across the country are pulling out of different areas trying to be more profitable. Um, and it's the nature of the beast, you know, insurance is about analyzing the risk and realizing if it's one you want to take or not. And, um, because just because, you know, you qualify for, you know, you might be the perfect client on, on one side of the page, but if you've got 10 claims in the past five years, you're probably not a risk that most people are going to take. Now, granted there are, you know, there's a ton of insurance companies out there, but, um, you know, you're, you bought a Red Bull. You could probably buy a cheaper energy drink. Yeah. And, but, you know, I believe that qualities always cost more. Yeah. Um, now, I don't cost. Now, sometimes I save folks money. I literally saved a man money this morning, a, a very good amount of money. But it's not just about the bottom line.
0: Yeah. I, I, I There's a... A lot of agents that I talked to have said something similar, right? It's much tougher to sell real estate. It's much tougher. And a lot of it, the the noise is like, well, everyone's undercutting. Everyone's charging cheaper and all of that stuff. And I'm like, yes. But... I said, yeah, I said, but if you'll notice, the ones that are truly succeeding are the ones that are providing more value and being clear and better at conveying that value. Paint right? the picture. Yeah, they, you have to be able to paint the picture, right? Because if, if Judson... if I told you if you gave me five dollars in return I'd give you ten dollars. You'd do the deal, right? Probably. And you do it tomorrow. I and will. the next day. And the next day, right? So if I charge you X amount to sell your house and I'm gonna net you more, you'd do that deal. That's the conversation to have, right? Not how cheap can I be comparative to others. It's like if you want the value, I'm your guy. If not, that's okay too. You know, but most of you know, going back to the value thing
1: like, if you're solely concerned with price, I normally yeah. tell folks I'm um, I'm probably not yeah. your if that's the only thing you're worried about. Now, when you bring that up, some folks are, well, that's not all I'm worried about. And then we yeah. extend the conversation.
0: I think where I, where I was going, I got a little sidetracked. Where I was going with it is, is even though it's, it's tougher, the cost of – I heard a quote the other day. The cost of excellence has never been cheaper, right? Because if you do a good job and you do show up, you're eight, you're, you're the top 20% if you just show up when you say you're going to show up you 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 know if you call your client back when That's you right. say you're going to call your client back you're you're already leading the pack you know everyone fights it with other ways instead of you know, value, quality, experience, you know, you know all of the other things that people value. Everyone's so hung up on the price thinking that's immediately where you have to go to or ease of service on internet ads or whatever it is. Like, there's so many other ways that people value, you know, and then, you know, because most of your business comes with a referral-based business, right? So all you have to do is build up a group of cheerleaders, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, it's easy, man. I see
1: all mine yeah. every Thursday at 1130. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. So
0: yeah so so outside the rebranding where else do you 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 want to grow your your clientele Some absolutely
1: um you know i I, uh you know growth is essential yeah um but one thing another thing that people sometimes forget about is retention and um and so not only am i trying to grow every single month not just one month out of the 12 you know i'm trying to produce growth every single month, but at the same time, make sure nothing's leaving the back door. Make sure that my clients that are existing clients and policy holders have everything they need because my time is not just spent on writing new business. I would say 25% of the day is spent on actually writing stuff. It's the rest of that day. That's maintaining everything, making sure that we've called everyone back. If you've asked any questions because folks will call text, uh, Sends you on Instagram, Facebook, literally every medium that you're on. They respond to you, which is fine. And your own fault, really, because I put (laughs) it out there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, But it does make it more challenging sometimes to make Um, sure that you've…
0: You want to take care of the people that got you there. You absolutely do. You know, it's a a relationship. Dance
1: with the one that brought you, right?
0: Yeah, Yeah. that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people forget to do that. They're always constantly going after that new business. And even most business owners will tell you the most expensive business you can do is new business. You know what I'm saying? So, like, why
1: are we focused on that so much?
0: Just take care and be the best you can with what you have, and they'll build it for you. So yeah, it's the power of the brand and referrals and everything else.
1: So I like the power of the brand because yeah. I, um, you know, I think um, one thing that I that I try to do is whatever I put out on Facebook or whatever on Instagram or whatever, um, you know, rebranding to make people not worry about and you know. Insurance is a big worry to a lot of people. That's uh, yeah. Um, Especially if you've got a history of claims, or you have a teenage driver that has a lead foot, like I I do. I don't
0: know anybody that's excited about insurance. Not one person. I'm just like, gosh, I gotta get insurance. I know, you know, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So that's why I try to be so uplifting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So you want to call me back, and we'll talk about everything else, and we'll talk a little bit about insurance. Yeah. But um, but you know, just. Taking care of the brand is also impo- is also important because as we're trying to expand the brand, and by yeah. the brand I mean me, yeah. um, making sure that I'm – you know, I, I try my best to write quality business. Yeah. You know, I, I want to make sure that if I'm going to put my name on it, that it's going to be – it's going to be done right, number one. Um, but it's whatever it, – it it meets your needs and the company's needs. Yeah. And yeah. so in, in, in finding that, you know, perfect recipe – um, because I, you know, I, um, just because you, you should qualify for a, for a policy, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that you, you know, the, the, you deserve one based on your current set of affairs or based on the current state of the house, Yeah. which is a big one because every, no one wants to be told that their house doesn't look great. Yeah. Like I'm ne- <laughs> no, no one loves for me to tell you, look, if we, yeah. we really need to fix that, the, the, that rotten fascia board, Yeah. you know, or. You know, that that storage building back there is one good blow of wind from yeah. coming to the ground. And then people just take a it's like you're, you know, you're you're belittling something that they own. And it's not my intention. I know. Yeah. But it but, you know, you have to bring light to all. These oh, yeah. Things. The, you
0: know, people walk in and the. Walls are painted Pepto Bismol pink, yes. and you know, they're like, Isn't it beautiful? And I was like, oof and yeah, in someone's in eyes, the I, right light, yeah, 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 in Stevie
1: Wonder's eyes, <laughs> yeah. maybe, but you know, I had this one listing
0: I went to, and they called me up, like, Hey, we're, we're moving, so I went out there and I walked in and immediately, just very strong odor of cat. Mm. you know cat I'm not a cat like person that. either and uh, I said yeah so, and she goes well I do have some cats and I was like yeah I mm. can you know she a goes, slew of them you know but she goes uh, she goes, you know you can't even smell them and I'm like no and it just kept getting worse and worse and like everywhere <laughs> no, no. I look there's cat figurines on the walls the shower curtain was one big cat and then the back room I'm not exaggerating there was over 30 cats back there and that she gives goes, me
1: anxiety and she goes
0: people come over and they tell me they don't even know I have cats I'm like I don't know how I smelled it in the driveway I don't how I even navigate this conversation? Mildred had the
1: crazy cat lady from the neighborhood over. That's that's yes. who's been coming over. Yeah, yeah. So
0: speaking of brand and stuff like that, uh, what does brand mean to you?
1: I mean, perceptions everything.
0: Perception. Okay, but like, what? What is? What? What else?
1: Yeah. So, and I say perception, not to say that I'm trying to pull a, a magic trick yeah. that I'm offering something that I'm not. Yeah. But But um, you know, first impressions are very important. And so I try to put my best foot forward, yeah. and make sure that I'm um, that I'm presenting everything that I try to in a in a um, in a good light. You know, yeah. I'm not one of those. I I don't I hate negative energy.
0: Yeah,
1: and I hate those people that just and hate's a strong word. Maybe I shouldn't use hate, but um, I really don't like those that want to complain about everything because yeah. I'm. I also don't like to hear people complain about problems that they don't want to fix. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because I don't have time for that. Yeah. Because I have thousands of people that need something. Yeah. That actually want it to be fixed. So I have to spend my time working on those that want help. Yeah. Yeah. And not every problem that's and you know some of the problems that people call me about I can't fix. You know by trade or whatever by you know by yeah. you know happenstance I can't fix everything um
0: so like brand to you if I'm hearing you right is
1: I got off on a tangent yeah, there yeah it's
0: fine yeah but brand for you if I'm hearing you I'll right do it real easy. is that what your your qualities your core values trying to convey that in a direct <laughs> way right
1: yes trying to convey that in a um in a sense that 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 comes across as you know real like yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, I want to make sure, you know, in, in a perfect world, every time you saw an alpha logo, I would like for you to think of Judson and I would like for you to think, oh, well, I need to, you yeah. know, if I think alpha, I think Judson. Yeah. Uh, cause I always want to be an asset, not a liability. Sure. sure. Um, and so bringing as much worth as I can to my name.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I am not perfect, Whew, far from it <laughs> yeah. and fail on an everyday basis, but I try my best, uh, professionally, especially um, you know, I want folks to know that that you can trust me with more than just insuring your your Camry and your truck outside. Yeah, you know.
0: Oh, when when people trust you too, that it you you recommend people and they go to them because you told them to, right? You know, I mean that's that's the power of trust. And you then can't...
1: it becomes so even more important because not only is my name on the line, yours is too.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But the, I was talking to a guy. It's been a couple months ago, and one of the things he told me was that brand and reputation go hand in hand right and that that was kind of all that was said and it made me think about it a while and like to me reputation is not what people see but what they say to say about you behind closed doors right that's true reputation you know and so like with branding and things like that i think a lot of like do we have
1: to even listen to the bad stuff or can we just pretend that they don't say all the bad (laughs) stuff yeah,
0: yeah 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 for sure but like Well, I think that goes with the brand is like every everything you do is your part of your brand and people don't realize that. Like your brand is how you carry yourself, how you talk to people, how you engage with people. Like in every aspect of what you do, if you are, you know, Judson Bond realtor, everything you do is a part of your brand, you know. And in
1: today's world we have eyes on us all the time
0: exactly you don't get away with anything
1: nothing someone said why don't you want to wrap your car in something i was like well you know it might not be the best idea (laughs) but i don't claim to be the world's best driver like i've (laughs) been known for
0: selling houses not for not turning my turn signal on absolutely like i yeah
1: absolutely i it is not um yeah mm, yeah
0: so are you going to like uh so brand you know building your clientele um any other philanthropy or anything like that you want to do?
1: I don't know. I, um, no. you know, I, uh, I always seem to have a little project going on Yeah. and, um, you know, whether or not that's a good or a healthy thing, I don't know. Let's
0: stay busy, man. Yeah. But,
1: um, but I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out a couple of different, uh, ways to serve, yeah. um, in different places. Um, you know, thankfully we live in a, you know we live in Dietzville and live in Millbrook and have um a lot of different opportunities um and so uh we'll see where the year takes us I'm excited about it though yeah yeah it's I've probably been more as crazy busy as twenty twenty four has been and it's been nuts yeah I've probably um I probably feel better about this year than I have in the past couple which is very strange because you know quotas are always going up and things are you know, things are always getting a little bit, yeah. you know, more uneasy. Um, and the world's getting, cra- you know, the world changes by the day. Yeah. And so, um, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm. Uh,
0: Why do you think this year is different from the years past? I have
1: no idea. If well, you want me to be honest.
0: Yeah. Well, so this year feels really good for First Call and like all the agents and like where we started off. It's the just year. a gut feeling. No, it's, for me, it's not. And I think what I have a tri- because I'm, you know i'm a guy so i'm naturally logical analytical but i'm probably more of that to a fault right and mm-hmm. i started really thinking about it. it's like what in the world have we done different you know and i think it was because we started stacking intention and in q3 and q4 of last year
1: various sp- that's you, you know what i'm saying i'm like, tracking
0: yeah and so like like whatever you're experiencing now especially like with any sales journey you're on you can always attribute it what you're experiencing now, whether good or bad, to what you did three to six months ago. That's Exactly right. You know, and so that little
1: conversation that you had eight six or eight months ago in line at some store yeah, or you ran into them at a ball game.
0: Yeah, and but we you know, like I was talking to the agents and things like that, and you know, I was like, Q three, Q four, like we you know, one of the biggest things is is our biggest problem is affordable homes, right? And interest rates, you know, I mean just a kind of all of that certain things. So what we need to do right now is try to build inventory for those people in the affordable housing so start have and also figure out how you can help those sellers right because the sellers want to move and we were just super super intentional about how and why what we were doing and i think that attributes to what we're experiencing so far in q1 so you know and you're I think exactly that's what, right and I, I think that's what makes me you know excited for this year is because we have we have such a good track record so far and, like, the culture of the company somewhat strong. And I think if you look at your business and, like, what you're, you're experiencing, right. you can probably attribute it to something similar. Now right? that we're thinking, yeah. now that I'm actively yeah.
1: thinking about it. Yeah, it's we... like, what
0: did I do in Q3, Q4, even Q2 of last year to, like, set me up for this feeling of why I feel so confident? Because confidence only comes from the past wins, right? Yeah, from experience of past wins. So
1: you've won somewhere. It does.
0: Otherwise, you wouldn't be so... Happy to see the future.
1: That's true. It's yeah. true. And yeah. you know, sometimes it's just nice to sit down and hear somebody else say it, and then yeah. it just makes you realize it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, no. And I think one, um, I probably feel more confident in my abilities professionally. Yeah. Um, I know my products. Yeah. Um, I'll put that up against anyone that I work with. Yeah. Uh, I know my products, and I know our claim staff, and I know our underwriting staff. I know. Um, I've been there long enough to to kind of understand how which way the wind blows.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so um with that said, uh, as long as I and and today I can hundred percent say it, I I believe that alpha insurance is the best insurance in the state of Alabama. No. Yeah. Um and until I until that changes, um, you know, I I don't foresee uh, you know, altering anything just yet. But um but one thing I think you have to learn in the sales world is that not every sale happens overnight. And so I used to let that no just completely rain on my parade.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But but listening to it as a not today, changing it from a no to maybe just not today in my mind. So it's not the door is not closed on this one. And some of those that you don't close the door on, you follow up with or something in life brings them back to you.
0: Well, the thing is, too, is, like, my first uh, real estate coach I had, one of the things was he's like, what you will learn is that the first contact means nothing. It's the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth. And he said, you know, it's the follow-up is what matters. Because what you're doing is, you know, because in my opinion, what you're doing is that it's easy to have a good first impression of, right, a good initial contact with your brand of, like, hey, I'm here to help, I'm a good guy, what have you, right? I'm, You know. Yep. But if you do it the second time, well, they feel like, well, maybe he is telling the truth. The third time, wow, this guy doesn't quit. Fourth time, like, I think he actually cares about me. Right. You know, fourth and fifth. You know what I'm saying? And like, maybe
1: not bring up asking for money every time we talk. No, you know? no,
0: yeah, yeah. But like, you know, just checking in, seeing if there's anything I can do to help. Absolutely. You know, like you come at it from that Makes service.
1: you more than transactional.
0: Exactly. You come in, you show up, like, how can I help? And try to figure out a way that you can help. You know, and then provide value, and it's always that third or fourth follow up. That's that's when the conversion's made. You know, and
1: it's weird because you know small things like saving. Like I, once I become once somebody I have someone that, that's a client, I go ahead and save your number in my phone, yeah. just so whenever you call, let's just say you're you know you're calling about something bad. I might well well hey Miss Barbara, yeah, you know, and small stuff like that, yeah, that stops them from having to um, so and so is not here. Can you hold for so and so or go through a whole prompt for you to have to get to me? Well. I've taken all that out. And so sometimes just that voice of a real live person.
0: Yeah, calling you by their name. And, and, you know, like it it means something because, you know, I can't tell you like how many people in in my world that like, you know, other agents and things like that. It's always, you know, this is so-and-so. It's like. After three years you haven't saved my number? Right. Three years? We've had four deals together. Right. You know, like you couldn't have saved my number between any of those or you know, like it makes you know but versus it was like, hey man, what's going on? Or hey wow, what's going on? That's like, oh, that's my guy. That's you know, exactly it makes me right. feel good. You know, it's like it's a small thing. And then matter.
1: to pick up, you know, they might remember something, uh, you know, one I have so many clients of mine that will find out that I'm either going through something or maybe have a sick family member yeah. or they'll send me messages to say they're they're praying for me or they're they're thinking about me and you know that uh means a lot because you know they're they're not contractually obligated to no, continue no. anything. It's
0: funny you bring that up because it, that has happened to me more and more and more over the years and it's like wow. Like, they actually care about me. Absolutely. Like I, You know, I've been trying to prove to them that I care about them, but, like, now it's like I get cards in the mail.
1: And so without being prompted, no, they do they, it. They, no, no,
0: they just do it because they're, you know, like, and it just – that's that's the – means the most you know? it just
1: makes me smile yeah. and and it, it makes those bad days not as bad
0: it makes it and it also it's like while you're doing it and you're going through the grind of like trying to make everybody feel important you know it's worth it right like seeing just that little glimpse of like okay i am making a small impact. look the
1: first life insurance check that i the life claim check first one i ever delivered and that's one thing that i really really like about alpha is that i have the opportunity to take that check uh, yeah. And I can take it straight to the grieving widow or the grieving spouse or the whatever, you know, case it is. And, um, you know, more times than not, I I start crying with them. Yeah. And uh, because in that moment, it doesn't matter what type of life insurance policy it was. No one ever asked, was this a term policy or a whole yeah. life policy? All they do is look at that check and they start to cry. Because at some point in time, whether it was 30 years ago or 40 years ago or 20 years ago, someone in their family decided to put back enough money a month that in this moment things aren't as bad as they could be.
0: Yeah.
1: And you leave that house um, feeling a little bit taller. Yeah. And it's strange to say that, um, you know, I like to wear boots because they make me taller, but uh you feel a little bit taller because you know that um whether it was you or the agent before you or um whomever was the one that initiated that policy that it it worked yeah you know it's yeah. not some pie in the sky thing that they're never going to see you actually get to see someone that needs this yeah and they might not even understand the need at that time cuz you're working on adrenaline at that point in time And until it really sets in, you don't know the magnitude of this check that you may or may not even know was coming. That's the coolest part is when someone does not know.
0: I'm I'm sure there's a lot of times they didn't even know that existed.
1: Or when you pick up a phone and it's a client or it's not a client. It's someone calling to ask if so-and-so had any life insurance because they knew that they had alpha insurance for their auto or their home or a farm. And so But it's never fun to have to say that they don't. Um, but it's very comforting to be able to say, yes, ma'am, or yes, sir. Um, you know, and I, we can't give out, you know, just random information, but, you know, just to be able to,
0: yeah, well, it's, it makes you, you know, it, it it's, it's, you've experienced what you have been trying to paint the picture yes. of. You've experienced the picture you painted as far as in the aspect of like, you know, at there, there could be a time in the future where this could happen. And this makes it just a little better. You've, you've experienced that that little bit better part. That's why you walked out of there taller. And so next conversation you have, you can know for certainty that you're not selling a bad quality Absolutely. product. You can say, this is something that I believe in. I'm not in. selling an aftermarket yeah. anything. No. This- I'm selling
1: you something brand new that's never been out of the box. Yeah. And it won't come out of that box until you need it to. Yeah, And then when you need it, pending, you keep up your end of the bargain because we're going to keep up ours. Yeah. But as long as you make payments on this thing, you can sleep a little bit easier at night. Yeah. And sometimes that lands, uh, most of the time it does. Yeah. Because if you, you know, I used to say when I first started, if, I'd, if I was sitting at a husband and wife, let's just say I had, if Summer was sitting over here, I'd say, okay, Lyle. Or I'll just talk to Summer first. Okay, Summer, um, something happened to Lyle. He's not, he is gone. We're, his, 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 his funeral's next week. How are you going to keep the lights on? And then the first thing that that spouse does is normally look at you, and then I say, no, 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 he's he's not here anymore. Yeah. yeah. So you look at me because there's nobody else here. What are you going to do? Yeah. And then normally they either start laughing or they say, well, I don't know. And I'm saying, well, it's a good thing we're talking. Yeah, for sure. Because if we make – and then more times than not, you might make it to the end of a needs analysis, and somebody will be like, I can't afford X amount of insurance. Well, great and wonderful. Well, the best, piece, the best way to eat an elephant is – Piece by piece. Yeah. So let's go ahead and as much as you can do, do it. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's really what insurance is in general, right? It's just, you know, for the times that those unexpected tragedies or events that happen in life that most of the time statistically will happen. Just it's not a matter of if, it's when. That's right. You know? It's like
1: and, a teenage driver. I always tell folks, look, I know you want to jack the deductible up on a teenage driver just so you don't have – you can – you know, cut back on those monthly premiums, but it's normally a matter of if not when they have an accident, you know? <laughs> so you might not want that thousand dollar deductible on there. Uh, yeah. So,
0: well, man, let's, I think that's a good place to wrap it up before we go, though. I've got a couple of questions for you. What's your favorite book, man? <sighs> I don't read. You don't read? Do don't you read. podcast audible or anything <gasps> like
1: that? It's awful. No, I listen to the radio all the time. Okay. I need What's your to favorite get in...
0: radio station.
1: Mm. Sorry. Probably 98.9. I'm a country like oh, okay. I'm I so and I don't even Well, boot scootin' boogie on yeah. I love Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> love Brooks and Dunn. So okay. anything by Brooks and Dunn is All fine. Right. But I'm a I'm a 90s country buff okay. and so that's kind of the
0: best country. The yeah. best country. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, back when things were great. So, if you could have dinner with anyone past, present or future, who would it be?
1: Mm past present or future i think having uh dinner with jfk would be would have been really cool why well i think you know it's amazing if you go back and look at history and just see all the different parts that were involved in jfk's death and then the things that he was trying to accomplish you know what if he would have had one more decade yeah you know what if that. he yeah. what if he was able to truly follow through with everything that he ran on yeah um but I don't know. I, I think JFK would be tons of fun. Um, oh, they're so... Mm.
0: Yeah. JFK is a good answer. I like it. Yeah. yeah. I like it.
1: What's your favorite food? mm I'm a uh, medium rare steak is really hard to beat. Okay.
0: All right. So nineties country and steak, like I can I see where it's going. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a back porch heaven, you know, <laughs> Yeah, no I'm kidding. easy to please the order I get. Yeah. Yeah. So we got how you did it, how you got the insurance and all of that. Um, but what's your why and how has it changed from, you know, when you started to where it is
1: now? When I started, Katie and I had been married for two years. And um, I had been at Alpha. I had not been at Alpha six months before we found out that she uh, was pregnant with Carter. And so there's not. I don't know that there is a better uh, motivator than when you come home and you get to pick up your kids, and or you get to talk to them about their day because whatever is wrong with your day in that moment takes a back seat. Yeah. And their problems are obviously different than mine. You know, Lucy might get mad at one girl that didn't play with her on the playground that day. Well, in that moment, that is the biggest thing she has going on. And I try my best to do a good job of putting my problems on hold and listening to them. Yeah. And it's amazing what I have learned from my kids when you just listen to them because sometimes you wonder where do they pick up these stuff? Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. you hear we you know, this payback for how we acted. Yeah. yeah. But but Carter and Lucy and Katie are my they are my why and yeah. my family. Um, you know, I think uh, there's a country song called Bigger Houses that I love because it talks about, you know, you can make all the money in the world and you can live in these beautiful big houses and take these extravagant trips. But if you're not happy at home, you know, what are you looking for?
0: Yeah.
1: And um, so I, I think your 30s are about being learning to be content and not in a dangerous way. But learning that, you know, you don't have to have that, is this enough mindset every day? Yeah. And to learn to live in the moment and enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, Because sometimes, you know, you hear all the time, the days are long, but the years are short. I know, content's a terrible word. present. Present is a much better word. Present,
0: because in your 20s, you're so focused on, which, I mean, I'm I'm going to be 31 in a month, but like, I don't, I ain't been on the earth very long. You poor kid, you poor kid. You'll survive. I do, I, I can relate, you know, that just being in the moment. Wherever you're at, like you know, like that's super important. I do vision boards every year, and I can relate that a lot. And like for the past two years running, it's presence, you know, like being present, not worried about what happened, not worrying about what if or will happen. Because
1: hindsight's 2020, and if we could solve every problem that was in the past, when will we have time to do our real jobs? Exactly. You know, exactly. Someone's got to pay the bills. Yeah,
0: I like it though. Well, Judson, thanks for coming on, man. I've enjoyed it. Had a great time. Let's do it again. Yeah, for sure.